Self-love is the radical foundation for all healing, all growth, all enlightenment. I invite you to join me, Brianne Lopez, as I share the importance of self-love for all souls. In these weekly episodes, we will be exploring multiple facets of health and wellness, spirituality, personal growth, and community. I hope you'll join me. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Self-Love Radical podcast. My name is Brianne Lopez. I am the Self-Love Radical, a huge self-love advocate and spiritual enthusiast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that everyone has had and is having a safe and blessed holiday season. I hope you're all healthy and feeling all the light and love around you. And I hope that you're able to navigate this new energy with the new year. I'm so excited about the topic we're covering today. I will be talking about what I call the three C's of self-love, what they are, and why they're important for our self-love journeys. Then later, we will be joined by Ron for our self-care experiment segment. Today's self-care activity is meditation, so I hope you're all excited for that. Before we start, I want to thank everyone who has listened to the first couple of episodes. The support really does mean a lot to me. Be sure to check out my Instagram page where you can connect with me and see some highlights as these episodes come out. You can also request self-care activities that you'd like Ron and I to experiment on and discuss. You can send me a DM on Instagram or you can email me at theselfloveradical at gmail.com. I really, truly appreciate every single one of you. And now for our topic, the three C's of self-love. These are what... I believe to be the most important factors when entering a self-love journey. I'll briefly name them, then go into more detail into what they each mean, as well as why they're important for the self-love journey, and then give some tips on how to implement them. So the three C's of self-love are courage, commitment, and compassion. So first, let's talk about courage. Why is it important? It all comes down to the simple fact that self-love is a radical journey in our society, I spoke about it briefly in my intro episode, but I want to go into a little more detail now. Generally, we are taught to put others first, always, and that it is selfish to do anything but. You often hear the phrase, you can't pour from an empty cup. And while I find great merit in that phrase, we unfortunately live in a society that spews that quote, but shames those who take the time to refill their cup. And this is true for all areas in life. Taking a day off work is a nuisance to your boss. You're a bad parent if you take time away from your children. And how dare anyone spend their own hard-earned money on a gift for themselves? Everywhere we turn, we are bombarded with this idea that we come last. We live in a system that teaches us how to thrive for others and not for ourselves. And quite frankly, I call bullshit on all of that. I mean, how can we be in any shape to care for others if we are not in a healthy, mental, emotional, or physical space to do so? The simple answer is, we can't. We cannot truly be our highest self, emanating light and love for others if we are not in a good place. And the only way to be in a connected, grounded place is to put ourselves first, to take the time you need for self-care, to show yourself love. And in our society, it's still a courageous thing to do. 
So a self-love journey may bring judgment and unsolicited opinions of others. But more importantly, it may bring out the conditionings of your own mind. It's a hard habit to break, putting ourselves last. I know that I still have moments of feeling guilty for saying no to something or fearing that someone's always upset with me. But we have to be willing to push through all of that. Because again, we cannot possibly be our highest self for anyone else if we cannot connect to our highest self for us. So be courageous. Charge that journey despite the fear and guilt that you may have. You come first. The second C of self-love is a commitment. Like any journey, any regimen, any new habit, the self-love journey takes commitment. It takes hard work, consistent work. Whether you struggle finding time in your day or you're just emotionally stuck in a conditioned belief, it will take your commitment to yourself to persevere. Period. Point blank. No ifs, ands, or buts about that. And it's hard. It can be very hard. It becomes so easy to forego a morning routine because you woke up late. It becomes so easy to push off that self-care date because other things keep springing up. It becomes so easy to get caught in that negative self-talk we're so used to engaging in. I get it. I still struggle with a lot of that myself. And it's natural. But it's the commitment that makes a difference. The daily choice to put yourself first. To show yourself love. To put your needs and dreams above all else. Commit to yourself no matter the struggle. No matter how guilty you feel. No matter how many times you may mess up. Commit to your journey. And with time, it will get easier to make that daily choice. The third C of the self-love journey is compassion. If you haven't caught on, these C's kind of all intertwine. First, you gain the courage to start the journey. And like any journey, it requires commitment. And like any journey, you'll find that you make mistakes. Some days are harder than others. You may forget to do your affirmation or morning routine, or you just don't have the energy to make that daily choice. And that's okay. Compassion is going to be so necessary on the self-love journey. Be kind to yourself. Understand your effort and trust that you are doing your best at all times. Showing yourself compassion is the most important part because you are not going to be perfect. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to have rough days in which you don't feel like putting the effort in. You're going to engage in conditioned responses. You're going to choose other commitments over yourself sometimes. And again, that is okay. Be kind to yourself. Be compassionate. Know that this is a lifelong journey. And yes, it will get easier with time, but you are only human. And you can only do so much. So if you make a mistake, if you have a bad day, if you don't make that daily choice, forgive yourself. Love yourself anyway. Honor your emotions and struggle. Then stick to your commitment and try again the next day. That's the whole point of the self-love journey anyway. To love yourself more. To be kinder to yourself. So be ready to be compassionate just as you would with any loved one who is struggling. So there you have it, the three C's of self-love and why each of them are vital to the self-love journey. 
So let's talk about some tips on how to implement them. So one, you can set them into daily affirmations. For example, in my self-love journey, I am courageous, I am committed, I am compassionate. I know it's a little cheesy, but you can say it however you like, whatever makes most sense in your own affirmation style. Two, you can write them down. Maybe you like to write reminders in your mirror or on a whiteboard. Maybe reflect on them in a daily journal. Put some sticky notes on your door. Whatever makes most sense to you, but put the written reminders somewhere that you will see them every day. Three, you can set a routine. Start by writing down all of your self-love and self-care ideas. Any small activity that you can do to show yourself some love. Choose one or two and set a routine. Maybe you do some breath work while you enjoy your morning coffee. Maybe you meditate while you shower at the end of the day. Maybe you go on a run or simply sit in silence for five minutes a day. Whatever activities you choose to focus on, set them into your routine. Four, practice, practice, practice. This kind of goes along with the whole commitment and compassion part of the journey. But this journey will take practice. You won't be perfect in the beginning. Maybe you'll be extremely motivated and then lose the motivation after a while. Or maybe it's a slow start. Whatever the case, this journey will take practice, just as any mastery does. So just have the awareness and willingness to work at it. Five, bring a friend. Depending on the people in your life, perhaps you're someone who works well with accountability. Do you have someone in your life who is on a similar journey or even wants to be? Maybe having someone by your side for this journey could be beneficial for you and that person. And if not, that's totally okay. Some of us are motivated doing solo work and that is beautiful too. As always with these tips, remember to take what resonates with you and leave what doesn't. Every person is different. But regardless, I hope these tips have helped you on your self-love journey, whether you're just starting one or continuing on something that you've already embarked on. Remember that you are worthy of a self-love journey and you are worthy of all the love that this world has to offer. And now for our self-care segment, I am so excited for you to hear Ron again. We've been having so much fun connecting on these segments for you, so please enjoy this one all about meditation. Ron, thank you so much for being with me again. I always love hearing your voice. Same. I'm I'm happy to be back. Yay. How are you? How are you today? I'm doing really well. You know, it's Mm -hmm. been like the new year has Mm -hmm. come with a lot of like dealing with emotions. You know, I lost my mom almost a year ago. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's like kind of (laughs) where I'm at, like trying to really like process um, Mm -hmm. what I need to right now. Um, You've been on the journey with me and I'm sure I'll talk about it more as mm-hmm. we progress through this um together but yeah so that's kind of what I've been like dealing with yeah you've yeah. you've definitely been heavy on my heart for that um and Thank that's you. like that's like definitely a huge thing to bring up especially since like it's like one of the ugly parts of self-love is like allowing yourself to really feel and delve into right. human emotion and like processing the things that happen to us and in our life you know what I mean right yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. So, well, I'm glad that you are here and I'm glad that you're so open Thank about you. it. I love that about you. You're always so open. 
I mean, um, so that's, that was our goal. <laughs> it was. It was to be open and it. honest and vulnerable. <laughs> yep. And I, I, and also that's just like my way of processing things. Like I have to kind of just like be like mm-hmm. honest with myself and then outwardly talk about it. Like I have to talk about it with yes. someone. So yes. Yeah. Yes. And that's so hard. It's such a hard thing to do to be vulnerable with people, but it's really, it's so necessary yeah. in that type of journey. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and get started. So our self-care experiment was meditation. Um, And we, again, left that open so that both of us could kind of take that as we wanted to, just as anyone who's wanted to try it out can take it how they want to. There's so many different types of meditation in general. Uh, And like, it's again, another personal thing that you can really kind of morph into whatever fits you best. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah. All right. Well, let's get to these questions. So first Ron, describe your process. Yes. Okay. So my process is very similar to my affirmation process. I do it at night. Um, and, and honestly, like my meditations are a part of the affirmation process as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's usually right before bed. Um, but also like I'll do meditations during the day too. Whenever I like kind of have time, like mm-hmm. I will, sit down um, and basically what I do is like I, I sit down and it started out with guided meditations like I would find them online like on mm-hmm. YouTube or just like of specific things that I wanted to like focus on um, but now I've lately I've been listening to like a lot of like um, soothing music and just stuff like that to kind of like um, guide my mind into what I need to process and like I think um uh that's also like a part of the thing that gets confused about meditation i think a lot of people assume that you're supposed to be like <laughs> trying to quiet your mind right <laughs> and be like blank almost <laughs> yeah, yeah like to like clear out your mind which like it's it's just not that at mm-hmm. all like it's kind of like listening to your thoughts. It's like an opportunity to really listen to your thoughts and let them go and let them pass through. Um, so um, yeah, like I said, like right before bed, um, I'll put on some music, sit down, like um, maybe I'll light a candle or, um, you know, just sit down with myself, sit down with my thoughts and just really collect them. And then I'll start doing my affirmations during that as well. So, okay. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. I love that you Mm -hmm. brought up guided meditations because that's when Mm -hmm. I first started meditating in general, that's definitely what I went toward because Mm -hmm. I have a very like anxious mind that moves really quickly. Mm -hmm. And, and I mean, especially in the beginning, I was like, I need to quiet my mind. Right. Exactly. Everyone (laughs) thinks you need to quiet your mind. It's like, and I I also think having guided meditations is so beneficial because like, you're like a lot of people like need that kind of guidance to just mm-hmm. be like what sh- what am I even supposed to be doing here? right it was um, it's really good at helping you focus and visualize right. and allow your mind to move in one direction and kind of like be comfortable with letting your mind move rather mm-hmm. than trying to shut everything down right yeah yeah I love guided meditation so that's definitely how like my meditation journey really started with guided because like, I just really mm-hmm. needed that support mm-hmm. um, for this in particular. I focused on my morning routines like you. Um, mm-hmm. I, in the morning will always play meditation music. I find like 
a Spotify playlist or yes. like a long Same. YouTube yeah. video, anything like that. Um, I'll sit quietly for a few minutes and I'll just kind of do some deep breaths because I very often will wake up with like, just kind of like natural morning anxiety of like Mm -hmm. having to start my day. And so I'll use my meditation and the quiet breathing to just like calm my spirit. Um, like I said, my mind runs really rampant. And so like, I'll let it, I'll let my mind run or I'll, focus a little bit on my breathing and where I can feel my breath in my body, or I'll do like a quick like body check and kind of just like focus in on the different parts of my body to see how I'm feeling. Um, Mm. Just something simple like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And if I find my mind going off in weird directions and I kind of just like allow it to happen and then bring myself back into the breath work or focusing on something, it's really just like forgiveness with meditation. Cause like, your mm-hmm. mind's going to go. It's going to move. Um, and so just kind of allowing it to and not be mad at yourself or get frustrated and just kind of bring yes. yourself and your focus back in. Right. Uh, um, yeah. That just reminded me. Oh, oh, I forgot who said this, but I was listening to something earlier this week. Ah, oh, maybe we could put it in the notes or something if I find it later. But like okay. um, it, it was something about. Um, meditation not being about quieting your mind. It's just about, it's about creating a new relationship with what you're thinking about. Mm. Um, right? Okay. <laughs> I love that. that. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. I, I heard that and I was like, I need to write that down really quick. But then I didn't write down <laughs> who freaking said it. So that's great. Um, um, but yeah, like it really is. It, it's It's more so about just creating a new relationship with your thoughts. Where are this, where are these thoughts coming from? Mm-hmm. Allowing them to go and pass and like mm-hmm. coming back to center and just being like, yes. okay, this is okay for me to be thinking about this. It's okay mm-hmm. for me to have these anxious thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's allowing um, them to move like thoughts just letting come them and go pass. so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember I mm-hmm. also in the beginning of my journey used, um, it was an app wasn't calm it was headspace maybe i think was the one i'm thinking about but on on one of those meditations one of the visualizations they use is like viewing your thoughts as clouds that you look up at at the i'm sorry not clouds clouds was also one of them but the one i'm thinking of is cars you're sitting on the side of a road and your thoughts are cars some are moving really slowly some zoom past you but it's allowing yourself the opportunity to not try to like hold on to the cars or try to hold catch up to, the, to it and just let them go. Dude, I think we listen to the same thing because <laughs> unless that's like a repeated thing that comes up, but like, I, I think exactly from the same thing that I had listened to earlier this mm-hmm. week, I heard that same analogy. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> just let the, you don't like okay, when you see it. Yeah. Cause when you're driving, you're like, you see the cars pass by, you're not like, keeping your eye on the the car you're just letting it go right like you're noticing it go mm-hmm. like and then you just let it <laughs> acknowledge it honor it while it's um, there and then when mm-hmm. it's gone it's gone mm-hmm. yeah right exactly i love it i love it and so that's very much like that's a, a it's been a really useful way for me to view my thoughts especially especially if i am feeling quote unquote anxious because i just kind of remind myself mm-hmm. that like i don't need to hold on to whatever thoughts are flowing through my mind I can just breathe right. and find a focus point and allow them to pass as they continue on, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. I will do that in the morning. 
And, and what I also do is when I'm feeling very calm and relaxed and I, you know, naturally just kind of find a moment where I'm ready to like open my eyes back up. I always write down uh-huh. 10 things that I'm grateful for in my journal. Gratitude is Ooh. huge for me. Um, so that will end my, my little meditation there. So, yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm also like okay. you, I like to meditate throughout the day too. Like if I come home and I'm mm-hmm. need to chill, then yeah, I, I, it's a lot of fun mm-hmm. for me. I know that a lot of people, like some people like, just like, don't enjoy meditating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. But like, it, and that's super valid and true. But like, for me, I'm like, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I look like, forward to doing it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> my creative, like I have creative processes that come out of yeah. meditations. Oh my gosh. So much creativity mm-hmm. comes from it. Too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same for me. Yeah. It's definitely, it's like definitely not for everyone, but I also feel like mm-hmm. meditation is a scary thing. Like we've been saying, like people think you have to quiet your mind and that's not really it. It's right. like changing mm-hmm. the way you view it. And so, mm-hmm. you know, maybe trying a different way to meditate. Cause there's so many, there are so many. <laughs> Yes, ways yes. to meditate different apps different videos different guided meditations music i mean sound bowls there's so many ways to go about yeah, it there's so, just no one way no. no one way to do this for any of these things that we've been talking about right. <laughs> which is what makes it so fun for us yes. that's why it's an experiment yes because we're like <laughs> we're trying all these things out and it. seeing what works for ourselves right i um, love it and then bringing the information yeah. for everyone to like do the same like every single person yeah. is different no one person is going to meditate the same like period mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Well, okay. We kind of like touched on it, but who do you think could, <laughs> who do you think could benefit from the activity? Um. Okay. So I, I've been thinking about this question a lot because I'm like, I don't want to always say like, oh, well, everyone can benefit, you know, but right. like, I think for this one in particular, I think people that overthink mm-hmm. this is because like, I know when I get like super anxious, mm-hmm. like, it's because I'm like overthinking every little thing. And then my mind spirals, mm-hmm. my mind goes places. Yeah. And so like, this is really, I think the issue, and I, I, and this is bringing it, it, it up again, but like, I think a lot of overthinkers are afraid of meditation mm-hmm. or like back away from meditation because they think it is about quieting your mind mm-hmm. and like coming, which like, yeah, it's, it is about like, coming to a peaceful place but like also like you're allowed to think in this space you know what I mean like I think for a lot of overthinkers we're constantly going 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 not Mm -hmm. really giving ourselves the time to sit with the thoughts that we've been thinking about all day you know like (laughs) we go to bed anxious because Mm -hmm. we're not allowing ourselves to think about the thoughts that we're thinking (laughs) right right Uh, so I think, I think it would be, yeah, I think it, it, it would be most beneficial mm-hmm. for people who just kind of have that like kind of overthinking mind. Right. Mm-hmm. I would piggyback off that and like, say, I Go had off. pretty much the same idea to, mm-hmm. to also say that, like, I think a lot of people who like, especially overthinkers, I think mm-hmm. it's also it goes along with like, maybe they're afraid that they won't be able to do it right. Mm-hmm. So they just don't right. try. They're afraid <gasps> oh, that they're amen. not going to be able to make it work. <laughs> Or that they're going to mm-hmm. do it incorrectly. <laughs> and so we don't go for it. But that like, like yeah. we've been saying, there's so many ways to go about it. But like, this is a thinking space. I think meditation is not, it's meditation is not quieting your mind. Meditation is allowing yourself to be in your own body and space. 
Totally. And mm-hmm. if you're an overthinker, that just means that you have a lot of thoughts that you need to allow yourself to run freely so that you can yes. release them and let them go. Free your mind. Yeah. <laughs> I know I was like I don't want to sing it because I don't want to but yes exactly that yeah I love it I love it I love it (laughs) um let's see is this something that you would like to continue for yourself oh yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah absolutely yeah yeah I it's it's been so beneficial for me Mm -hmm. in the past and honestly I need to do it more with Um, you I'm with you mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I need to do it more absolutely Um, yeah, it's just, it's really helped me, especially yeah. like bringing up like what I just brought up earlier in the podcast about mm-hmm. my mom, like mm-hmm. um, meditation has been a huge tool mm-hmm. in helping me process my emotions, process like mm-hmm. my grief. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, like there, like meditation isn't just about like sitting down quietly and like processing mm-hmm. your thoughts, but also if you need to cry, whoo! Girl. yes mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. that is the time to do it because there have been so many moments where that has just happened and I've Absolutely. allowed it to happen and um and it's been great it's been great for me to get through this mm-hmm. um but yeah absolutely I mean like again meditation like it 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 needs to just be you in your own space and so if you need yes. to cry you cry like mm-hmm. i've i've fallen mm-hmm. asleep while meditating because i've been able to mm-hmm. just relax my, myself so much and sometimes it's right. difficult for me to sleep so i like this is absolutely something i would like love to do more of i know that it's such a huge staple for me like it'll depend on my mood like i don't just stick to one mm. version of meditation like what I yeah. explained earlier was just like my morning routine, but I love right. guided meditations. Like I love coming mm-hmm. home and finding a really cool guided meditation on something that I want to try focusing on a visualization. I want to try. Yeah. Um, but I also love, you know, lighting some incense and dancing around mm-hmm. my room even, or, mm-hmm. you know, there are just so many ways to go about it. And so it's, it's a huge staple and it, it can really just depend on your mood and how you're feeling. Yeah. What I love about it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Do you have any helpful suggestions, tips, or words of advice? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think the biggest thing to take away from this is that, like, there's no one way to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, And you have to just do whatever feels comfortable for you. Again, it's not about, like, trying to, like, quiet, like, silence your mind. It's Mm -hmm. just allowing yourself the freedom to be one with yourself and one with your body in that moment. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. I I, like going off of that. I think mine is one of mine is just like always, as always use your own intuition. Mm -hmm. It's going to be different for everyone. What do you like? Do you like silence? Do you like music? Mm -hmm. Do you like, like nature sounds? Do you need guided meditations? Maybe you like to just do some breath work and yoga or, you know, it could really like, or dance around in your room, even it can Mm -hmm. be anything for you. And so it's just really about finding what works best for you. Mm -hmm. Um, And kind of going off what we said earlier, my more specific tip would be if you're someone who like has a mind that runs rampant, like we were talking about earlier, Mm -hmm. guided meditations are a really, really good way to start. Yeah. Cause they really teach you how to focus yourself 
Um, and focus your breathing even, or even just learning how to allow yourself to let thoughts run through and run past you. Mm -hmm. Um, and so if you feel like you need that guidance and support, then guided meditations are just a really good way to go about it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Ron, I love you so much. I love you too. I love you too. This is Uh, so fun. I love like, because we have these conversations, these type of conversations all the time, like on the right. phone. So I'm glad that like we're like recording them now. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> Doing something useful with them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and hopefully they can be beneficial for whoever's listening. Um, I, I hope so too. I mean, mm-hmm. I always am of the belief that like whoever, like it's going to reach and touch whoever it needs to. Exactly. Yeah. So, and if nothing else, I truly enjoy having these conversations with you always. So, right. We're going to be doing this for the rest of our lives. (laughs) Forever and ever. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. Well, I hope you guys will join us next week. We're going to be talking about treat yourself night, which Uh, I am just so stoked about. I'm pumped. Like I, (laughs) when you mentioned, when you brought it up earlier, um, I was like, that's such a great idea because I've been planning to do a, like, treat myself night already. (laughs) Um, So now that we're doing it for the podcast, I'm like, okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're doing it. It's perfect. It's perfect. Mm -hmm. I literally, I can't wait to talk about it with you. So it's going to be beautiful. Same, same, same. Okay, Um, well, I love you. I love you so much. I love you too. Thank you for having me again. Yes. Join us next week, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Before I jump off, I wanted to leave a really quick thought with you. It's the new year, and this is very much a time many of us engage in setting resolutions, new goals, and new intentions. And that is a beautiful thing. It's always great to be able to reflect on the things we would like to accomplish and work on. But I'm hoping this episode will remind you to be very compassionate with yourself and to come at your goal setting from a place of self-love. Don't be unkind to yourself if you didn't accomplish as much last year as you may have wanted to. And don't put so much pressure on yourself to meet every goal this year, or to meet them in a particular way. Love yourself. Set goals that will help you do that, and reflect positive changes that you want to make, rather than reflecting changing things you hate. Be kind to yourself if you make mistakes. We're still experiencing a global pandemic and many of us are really exhausted, but you're here. You're still here waking up every day and that's enough. So really hone in on that compassionate part of the self-love journey at this point in the year. Please be sure to subscribe to this channel and share it with anyone who may resonate. Our next episode will be about some astrology basics and how I use astrology for self-love. Then, Ron and I will be discussing our next self-care experiment, a treat yourself night. I can't wait for you to hear. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to love yourself, know your worth, and live for the present moment. Bye for now, loves. Thank you for listening. If you liked this episode, be sure to subscribe to this podcast. You can also visit my Instagram page linked in the show notes for ways to support and stay connected with me. Have a beautiful week full of self-love, self-care, and self-discovery.